to progress guys thanks for joining us again i am joined by the amazing jane wilson jane thanks for coming on how are you getting on oh it's been a lovely day and and greetings from canada from canada how busy how cold is it over there right now do you know what it's okay so global warming right so it's like a balmy eight degrees right now eight degrees celsius right now so i was gonna say you're, you're you're up in canada you actually can I do temperatures properly? Not this Fahrenheit from your southern neighbours. <laughs> I, convers- I had a conversation with the guys yesterday. He was talking. He was in Florida, and he's got oh yeah, it's like eighty-two degrees. I was like eighty-two degrees. I was like, why are you not dead? And he went oh Fahrenheit, and I went, oh, God, what are they, man? Yeah, I keep forgetting. And then you have to convert it, and you're like, oh, that's you're really lucky. <laughs> it's like, the funniest thing is, is when you do convert it, you have to do like it's it's literally like kind of solving like a, an, an equation. You know, you have to. Double it, divide by five, and plus three. What? 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 Why? But so it's 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 a little bit kind of on the cold side, but not too bad. True enough. Well, we have a snowstorm is coming our way, though. That's the one thing. It's like we're going to enjoy this day, but just remember, two days from now, we're going to get hit. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Is it one of those when you when you guys are over there, the snow hits? It's literally like a snow day, and it's not like oh, it's a little bit of drizzle. We can't do nothing. It's just like no blizzard. Stay yep. inside. Everything shuts down. Yes. Build. It's time to go outside and build a seven-foot snow penis because that's what you should do when it snows. <laughs> it's what we do. Unless is that just me? Is that just, I just get funny looks. People driving past my garden. What are you doing, right? Just building a snow penis? Oh, yeah. okay. Just like last year. Yep. Ain't going to change, mate. Going to make it bigger next time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've had a hard week. I've had a hard year. It's now seven-foot. They make myself feel better. So it's, it's not too bad. It's all right over here. We're getting used to stuff. It's getting great. So it's not bad. So how's, how are you getting uh, all prepared for the run up to Christmas then? We're getting ready. We're getting ready. So of course, last Christmas was lockdown Christmas. So I didn't get to see family at all. Wow. Which That's a bit sad. Didn't you have to see the in-laws? Um, but this year is going to be a little bit different. So we are seeing family and in-laws. So I, love you. Like, I love it when you said that, didn't get to see the in-laws with a big smile on your face. Like, <laughs> you like, didn't get to see the in-laws. Get in. No, don't say that. My fella's not here. Don't say that. I think part of you is wondering, like, do I say I have a tickle in my throat? Or <laughs> am I feeling a little stuffy? You know, I, I just, you know, I have a bit of a headache. Oh, no, we don't want to see you. No problem. I want to make sure that you stay safe and healthy. That's it. Well, there's a joke that happened over here. It's, uh, what was it they say? It's like, uh, normally, you um, uh, you uh, you sneeze. Or, no, you cough to hide a fart. Now you fart <laughs> to hide a cough. <laughs> now you cough so you don't see family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't be bothered going out. How's your cough game getting on, you know? <laughs> no, where, where's my teenage son? Where's my teenage daughter? They can give me some pointers. They're good at this yeah. sort of stuff. That's how they got on. But um, I actually spent today, I talked about kids, I actually had today, I was um, at my, my kids' nativity play. And, oh, uh, she's a so six-year-old. You're, you're getting ready. You're getting she's ready six-year-old. That's, um, she's, uh, she was uh, the, the ginger general, I call her. She's uh, got beautiful, uh, long, kind of orange hair. And uh, I call her ginger general because she literally bosses me about. <laughs> and... Um, she goes, goes, I goes to goes, what are you today? And she's like, because I'm a star. I went, you're the star. The nativity, yeah, you're the star. star. As in, you're I thought, Jesus. No, I, Jesus. I, I, I was saying, that, the big star in the, the sky. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a big, no, no, daddy. I'm not at this star. I'm a star. I was like, oh, 
Okay, who do I need to who do I need to talk to to get you to become the star the then? Star. He's like, I, no one, Daddy, stop embarrassing me. I'm, I'm going to embarrass you. Just wait till you're older. You know, that's when I pick you up from school when you're like 13, 14, windows down, and I'm blasting out Backstreet Boys and stuff to you. And then you're going to feel embarrassment. Oh, absolutely. But she has to go in with like the attitude of the star. <laughs> she, does. she does. She does. We, we, we take her to Stagecoach, which is like a, 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 kind of, uh, a drama society on the weekends. She's just She's brilliant. She, she loves it. I'm going to have my hands full, but I don't care. I'm going to push her as hard as I can. And as long as she buys me a house when I'm older, I don't care. My work is done. <laughs> buy me a house or buy, house, me, buy me a car. Three bathroom house, two, go, two car garage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it has to be three bathrooms. I don't want to be. A, awesome. I don't want to slum it with two. Who has two bathrooms? No, exactly. How dare you? If I'm going to do it, I do it properly. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I've not even started any sort of Christmas shopping yet either. Oh no, I'm. I do it all. At, like so, I will go very well nine o'clock at night when there's not a lot of people. Yeah. And I just like boom, get it done, and that's coming up. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm a typical bloke. I won't do it until Christmas Eve. Okay, so you need to have the pressure. I love dangerously. And you get what you get and you don't get upset. Yeah. This is probably the shittest presents in the world. Oh, why'd you get these ones? There's nothing left in the shelves. It's horrible. It's like, here's a flash drive. Yeah, here's, here's like, it's, like, it's like the cheap one when you're at kids and you give somebody a present, like a mixtape. It's literally yes. the lay. It seems nice at the time, but when you're older, it's like the lamest present ever because you didn't do. All you did was record songs off the radio. No. Like, <laughs> this is literally the equivalent. Oh, I got you some. I got you some pictures of us. I mean, that's so lame. I went. Oh, where's my Nintendo? You know, exactly. what I mean? where's my Xbox? <laughs> Again, you get what you get, and you don't get upset. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I am going to use that religiously then. Get what you get, you get upset. Oh, God, full of it. Love it. Love it. So, <laughs> Jen, talk a bit. We're just talk, talking small bullshit talk here right now. So, we want to get involved. I've been excited to get you on because I said, we mentioned this before. I love a good motivational person. I love someone who brings people out of the shells and builds them up. And um, I'm a, I'm, I love motivation myself you know i like can mm -hmm. i listen to people and feeling pumped and like once you it's like when you listen to something you're like yeah i just want to take everyone on come at me bro you know yeah, it's i can like, do it i can handle yeah. it i got this and it's like uh it's great so i like i, I like having people like yourself on here because it gets me proper pumped up and i love people listen to it hopefully guys if you listen to this you can get pumped up because this is right doing jane street but you the thing is with jane she's not your usual um motivational person are you though Jane? No I wouldn't say so I wouldn't say I'd be the type of person that says you know get your journal and write in your journal every single day and type write down what you're what you're you know grateful for that's Super. lovely and yes I get that yes but what about doing something completely badass and makes you feel like a total rock star let's talk about doing that something we're different gonna, we're gonna have to pause for a minute just so people can start wondering what the fuck we're talking about right now because everybody's <laughs> mind just gone everywhere they're like what the hell is going on right now what is she yeah. talking about <laughs> don't <laughs> hey guys listen to this get your mind out the gutter it's not like that all right it's even better so jane carry on sorry so what is it you do <laughs> So I teach people how to get strong, sexy, and confident through pole dancing for fitness. And I have been doing this, oh gosh, since 2008. Mm -hmm. And I've taught over 10,000 people to wow. this date. Yeah. And it's wow. been a, an amazing journey. And I've seen people who um, completely transformed, reinvented themselves and developed and, and realized how truly strong they are. 
So you mentioned you went into this about 2008. Um, yes. what, was, what, what were you doing previously? So my journey to the pole, I was an early childhood educator prior to pole dancing. So, right. so I, you're a teacher. I was a teacher. And oh, well, I always thought it'd be teachers. They've always got a hidden thing. They're always one of those sort of things, you know. You look at teachers and you go, you're up hmm. to something. Yeah, yeah. There's something there. There's something there. But sorry, carry on. <laughs> So, I mean, I had a class of toddlers and, and I was going to be an early childhood educator for the rest of my life. And I loved it until life got very overwhelming. Right. And, you know, I had my first, my first child and you started to balance career and family and everything and how I'm supposed to be. And like many people, you start to feel overwhelmed and you start to lose who you are. And yeah. I was on a leave of absence. Um, I had an episode of anxiety when my first anxiety disorder started to rear its head. Okay. I was on a leave of absence and I was telling a friend how I was feeling very, feeling very good and wanted to try something different. Now I was thinking of joining, like, maybe let's join a book club. And my friend was like, Hey, let's go take pole dancing lessons instead. That's a bit of a random one, isn't it? It's like, should we go down and you know, go to a book club and just chill out. No, we're swinging a pole instead. That's Let's like one, ex pole. So it's yes. one extreme to the other, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yes. And I always will own it. I will always own how I first um, responded because I think it's important that people, um, like I was one of those people that had the response of, pardon me, excuse me. I don't think so. There's no way I'm going to do that. So like the, the whole, like, I'm too good for that. You know, the head up the ass kind of responses to it. Yeah. And um, thankfully my friend called me out on my judgmentalness of it and dared me. She goes, go take a class. Wow. Just go, go try it out. It's like one, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for the class. You can't, if she's paying for it, you got to have to, I know it's like, cool, free class, it. then, isn't it? it's like, yeah, that's, you know, that's the ultimate friend thing to do when you want a friend to do something. It's like, I'll even pay for it. So like, you're, you're, what are you out? Your time? You got to do it. I hope my mates don't hear this. If I say, that's a good idea, they'll be like, Ryan, I want you to do something. I'm going to pay, what are you going to do? I'll pay you. Oh, Christ. I'll pay you for it. I'm like, how much? Depends how much. <laughs> yeah, true enough. Now we're at like, oh, how much are you going to pay me for it? Um, but you know what? I went to try the class and I fell in love with it. And I soon started right. to take class after class after class, started to understand more about the pole dancing community, pole dancing industry, and realizing that there's so um, such a great sport mm. and also um, deserves a lot of respect. Absolutely. And when my leave of absence was coming to an end, I made the decision of opening up my own studio. Wow. And since then, I've taught over 10,000 people. So I never went back to toddlers. I was going to say, <laughs> you, do you regret going, not going back to teaching? But it's amazing the things with um, the kind of pole dancing and stuff like that, because it, it's really kind of, it's taken off over the past, well, I'd say 10 years now, hasn't it? It has been, and it had to have like, because as soon as you associate pole dancing, you always associate with them like kind of exotic dancers and strippers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it's now really kind of taken its own side turn away from that. And it's now becoming really competitive and a bit more kind of mainstream now. Well, and it was underground in the beginning and now it's more mainstream. But I always say to everybody that we have to always honor that it comes from the stripping industry and we're not going to hide that. Okay. And we're not, yeah, and we're going to be respectful of it because there was a time when, when um, people in polls started calling it 
pole fitness, vertical gymnastics. Um, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, I've you're doing pole fitness pole. before. I've seen pole fitness before. Yeah, yeah. And what, what that is, it's a way of making it acceptable. I'm air quoting acceptable for people to, you know, accept your fitness choices, your choices of how to get in shape Yeah. when really like you're on the pole. And that's what you're doing. And it comes from the stripping industry and there's nothing wrong with that. We honor it, we respect it, and we don't pull it away from that. There's no distance right. from it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's quite cool you can adopt that sort of like uh, aspect of it. I mean, it's it's really, you're not, sh- basically, it's basically not being ashamed of where you've come from sort exactly. of thing. It's the same with everything in life, you know, it might be a little bit taboo, but now it's not taboo, you know, I mean, back in like, no. 80s and early 90s and stuff when people are just literally like oh my god i can't do that but everything's free rate anymore we've moved on as a society and we've i think we've matured as a society that's a great way i would say so i would definitely agree to that and also it's just when you start like when you it's almost like an appropriation in a way like right <laughs> we're like i'm gonna do pole but i'm gonna rename it pole fitness so that my neighbors will like will like it and it's being accepted by my my friends yeah and it's like well hold on for a second um you're wearing the heels <laughs> you're you're doing all of these moves that came from the stage you're not we're not gonna let you distance it we're not yeah well that. that's that yeah. you're still wearing the get up you're still doing the thing why why are you shying away from what it's called you know what i mean it's just exactly like, come on guys live a little exactly. expand your mind open your exactly. eyes exactly i've got exactly. loads more analogies and i could keep coming off but i'm not got it but with them with with because i i've noticed the reason i i kind of got uh i know know more about the pole dancing thing was as a friend of mine she's took up and uh she uh, she posts pictures and she loves it. She is literally like addicted to it. She posts pictures and I'm just like, what the the, the crazy stuff yes. that happens on there is mind boggling. It is Absolutely. ridiculous. That is literally strength going on there. That's I noticed that and I did a little bit of research into it and it's it's literally all about it's all body weight, isn't it? You're you're doing certain weights and. It's, yes. it's like calisthenics, what's it called? I can never pronounce it. It's calisthenics, whatever you call it. It's all that. Absolutely. Sort of it's, so it's all these body mechanics, right? Yeah. And and what's cool about it is when she started, she may or may not have been able to pull herself up on the pole, yeah. like to hold herself up. And now look at this. She's like vertical. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, <laughs> she's posting pictures. She's upside down and she's like sliding down and stopping. And I'm just like, right, you're going to kill yourself, love. What are you doing? You know, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And meanwhile, like she's so in control yeah. of what of the moves that she's doing. Absolutely, absolutely. And what it is is that the with any type of physical activity that you're gonna do, you are always going to suck in the beginning. Mm. Everybody does, no matter even if it's not pole, even if it's like you know, volleyball or something. In the beginning, you are always going to be terrible at it. So you might as well embrace the suckage, is what I always say. <laughs> the suckage. We've got a new it. we've got a new one just made up by Jane. I love it. <laughs> and just embrace it. Because it, the more you practice, the better you get and the more confident you become. Yeah, exactly. And plus, with the, the metal kind of strength and all that sort of stuff, you have to do it. You're, you've got to get in shape. You guarantee to get, get in shape, sort of thing. You know, it's I, 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 find I think it's superhuman sometimes when I see people do it. I'm just like, I just don't understand it. I really don't understand it. I look at people doing it and I'm going, are you from this planet? Have you, yeah. I, I, have you been? <laughs> You're defying gravity. You are li- they are literally <laughs> defying gravity. It's when they do the side bit. 
the one with the set, I've seen Zach Efron do it, and that guy is not exactly a small dude. That guy's shredded um, yeah. when he was in Baywatch. And uh, I seen him on one of the shows over here. I don't know if you know it, the Graham Norton show. And he was... Uh, okay, yes, yes. Yeah, and yes. he, was, he, was and he did the flag. Did you see it? The flag thing? Yes. Oh, my yes. God. He's got, did you do that in real life? And he went, yeah. He went, go on in. He went, okay. And he just gets up in a suit and does it. And I'm just like, that's ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. I, I had a bit of a man crush at that point in time, Jen. I can't lie to you. I think my and missus got jealous. You're like, you're like, huh, <laughs> interesting. And then you watch greatest, then you watch greatest showman, and you're like, and he can do this knee spin. <laughs> he's, he, I, I don't, I, he's a bastard. He's one of those people that you just every guy is jealous of because he's such a handsome man and he's good at everything. Yeah. I hate him. I hate him, but, hate him. but I love him, him at the same him. time, Jay. So you go from the man crush now you hate him. <laughs> I know. It's we've got we've got an up and down relationship. I think he knows it. He understands it. It's okay. Yes, it's just the way yes. we are. It's just the way. Yeah. <laughs> No, but that move that that um, he did on the Graham is it Graham Norton show? Mm. Um, it's yeah, the, the flag. Show. Okay, so the mechanics of it is you're bringing your body around the pole and you're pressing down with your arms. Right. So you're pushing down, and then you're using your obliques to lift your legs up. That's it. Yeah. I mean, the thing yeah. is, with, with the obliques as well, that's a really hard muscle to build as well because obviously everyone. Mm -hmm. It's it's a small muscle on this each side of the the, the uh, obviously the the abs, but it's a muscle that everyone forgets. And True enough. so obviously to get that kind of defined midriff that everyone wants, the obliques is very very important to do so. You know you can have like rock hard abs, but you're obviously going to have like <laughs> a, little, a little bit of a, a a little bit of a podgy side. So you need to really kind of get in touch. And I, it took me a lot when I used to be, back in my younger days. I used to be a massive fitness freak, and I used to try and get that and try and build the obliques. And it took me a long, long time to find out the best exercise to build them. Yes. And the only one that I really found was, um, oh, I can't even remember what you call them. It's, it, I think, it, what was it? It's the, the one where you do press-ups and you have to lift your arm up to the side and you can't okay, let your yes. body swivel. So you're keeping your body straight, similar to what you guys do. So you're keeping it yep. straight and then yep. you lift your arms up. And that really destroyed it. I was like, oh, I'm onto something now. I'm onto but something. I've never yes. had any other kind of apart from like to build the obliques up. So, I mean, the pole, that must be hard to really kind of get used to doing using muscles that you've never really used before well no and then what you're doing is you're so you go you you're pretty much contracting your muscles to mm. hold a shape or else your legs go everywhere and, and you <laughs> you know it's like so you definitely there's a lot of abdominal um work happening because you're holding you're contracting in order to keep the shape and that's really whenever someone's starting pole dancing i tell them i said you're really creating shapes around the pole Right, that's a great way to put yes. it, actually. Yeah. So when you so and that's that kind of opens it up to create new moves, create more new sequences. Is mm. you are creating shapes as you go up and down the pole. Wow, yeah. it's great to put it. You know, when you think about it like that, that's basically essentially what it is. Yep. Yep. Well, and that's what dance is really too, right? Dance is, is sequences of shapes. So. Oh no! You just blow my mind now. Yeah. I'm just thinking, I'm, I don't know if you know, if you're, if you're watching the video, you just see my eyes going, uh, oh yeah. yeah, that light bulb. And now whenever you watch it, you'll be like, oh, there's a shape, there's a shape, there's a shape. Tell and you now what. whenever you watch pole dancing, you'll be like, there's the shapes. <laughs> whenever I watch Strictly at the weekend, I'm going to be like, can I give it, oh, I know, I see it. I'm not going to enjoy it because I'm too busy, uh, like basically kind of systematically taking each move down. Dude <laughs> told me it looks like shapes. Miss would be going nuts. She'd be going, fucking stop ruining it for me. You can do it, but don't do it for me. <laughs> Well, and then that's what happens when, whenever my husband plays music in my head, I'll start to see, you know, 
I'll start choreographing in my head. And he says, he goes, you have this look in your eyes whenever music comes on and I know what you're doing. You're choreographing in your head. It's like you zone wow. out. Is that, is, that, is that through from the pole dancing or is that you've had that sort of like kind of aspect all like throughout your life or is that just- Oh, my whole entire life. Yeah. Is that yeah. the, the, the yeah, but... choreograph life sort of thing? Oh yeah. Well, I, I was a dancer growing up. Okay. Um, tap jazz and ballet. Wow. And then of course, like many people, you know, as soon as you hit a certain age, like 17, you're like, okay, dancing is over. Now I have to become, mm. a, you know, have to go off to university. So that, so I do have a dance background. Um, right. And, but now when I hear music, um, my mind goes straight to the pole. So, <laughs> Instead of tap dancing and ballet. No, I just want to spit in the pole now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and who knew? <laughs> exactly, that's it. Well, the thing is, is when you think about it, like kind of pole dancing is a type of dance and an aspect itself, isn't it? Absolutely. So, it's, I can imagine it It would have been a, an easy transition for you when you started because it's the similar sort of aspect to it. You're still dancing the music. You're still choreographing yourself. For sure, so for sure. Was it, was it like an easy transition when you kind of started doing it? Well, when I started, I hadn't worked out in a very, very long time because I was busy, you know, growing up being an adult right so yeah. working and raising a family and you never don't have time or it's not a priority to work out because yeah, everything yeah. else kind of takes over right yeah. so I, I use that excuse I use that excuse a lot by the way oh yeah <laughs> it's like I'm just and that and that and and so then I just started I class after class and unfortunately when I first started I didn't have any upper body strength so right. it did take me time and but that's the majority of people who are starting starting pole for the first time they don't have the strength do you see a lot of people being disheartened by it by the first time they come and it's just like don't keep at it keep at it sort of thing oh absolutely absolutely we don't like being beginners we want to be able to like i've had when i first when i was teaching i'd have somebody come in for the very first class and show me a picture of someone doing an iron x and be like am i learning this today and Iron X is like the holy grail of pole moves. I oh. still can't Iron X. And I've been doing this for 13 years. What's an Iron X? Describe what an Iron, Iron X to me. Okay, so Iron X is where you have one arm high, one hand low. Right. And your body goes totally horizontal. Oh, wow. So you're making an X. So, so you're basically like one hand's up top and you're like, it's like what Zach Efron did, but extended arms. Yes, yes. Whoa, that'd, that'd be amazing if you could do that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it's like a holy grail. It's a holy grail of moves. And when somebody walks in for the very first time going, am I doing this today? It's like, oh, God, no, today you're just going to learn how to hold yourself up. Oh, shoot. <laughs> just hug the pole. Just hug it. Pretend it's your friend. With, yes. We're just going to start here. And, you, and that's usually when either somebody is going to be in or out. Yeah. Because you can see. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I am actually, I'm going back to that. I'm sitting going through that in my head. Is that physically impossible to do? Can people do that? Oh, totally. Totally can do that. It's just for that move, it's a lot of training. Apart from Superman, could anyone do it? Oh, yeah. I've only been able to hold it like for half a second and then crash. Half a second's better. Half a second. And I'll be like, grab the camera. (laughs) Go one, two, three, go. Bang. But really, like, with there's some moves that I can do right. and some moves that I physically can't do, just the way that my body is set. And mm. also, some moves are, like, really dangerous. So I look at it and go, oh, no, okay, I'll pass. I'll pass. I can do other stuff. I'll pass on that one. <laughs> I choose to live. I do. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I have seen one, though, when they do, they spin at the top. 
and then they shoot, they go head first and they shoot straight down and then they oh, yes. stop right at the bottom. And literally it's like a millimeter from the floor. Yes, yes. That's insane. So we call those drops. Right. Those are drops. I, I, and I, I can do that. I think, that you call them, a... I think you should call them death drops because <laughs> that's what's going to happen. No, that move is called <laughs> um, a dive bomber. <laughs> He's good. I love these names. These are amazing. <laughs> that's called a dive bomber the dive so bomb the floor above. today yep and you're yep and you and you just have to be able to know exactly there's a lot of planning that goes behind <laughs> that right okay a lot well, of practice i can imagine have you ever had anyone like, have some serious injuries when you're doing stuff like this um not with me because i'm very 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 safety oriented i like that and i, like I that teach my it's a good plug think, that no no because yeah. i'm very safe by the way come see I love no that. and also because like i teach i've always taught my students to be respectful of the pole and also know that gravity happens yeah it, just, it definitely does happen guys if you yes, listen gravity is real don't pretend Gravity's all these guys okay. in tinfoil hats think it's not real and it's just a conspiracy <laughs> it's fucking real jump off a window out a window then see how you think about gravity then <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Because that's when accidents happen. It's when you forget and you're like, well, I'm floating in the air. And next thing you know, you've, you have taken a crash. So yeah. <laughs> Probably get literally within a split second because it's got to go fast. Oh yes. It's got to be fast. So when you, you, you mentioned that um, you, you go, once you get into the pole dance and thing, you got how long that really can I take you to go, right. I want to do this um, full time. I want to, I want to step away from, what I was doing before and to like build my own stuff. Cause that's a pretty big step for anyone that's a huge to do. Step. Yeah. Cause I, I left a full-time employed position with benefits and a great pension and um, three weeks vacation, paid wow. vacation. Wow. I know. Dental plan, private insurance, In- insurance, everything. all that sort of stuff. God. So what, what made you take that leap? What was it that really, what was the catalyst behind the decision? The catalyst was knowing, like, we knew how much I enjoyed it. I enjoyed teaching and I enjoyed learning and I really had so much fun with it. And my husband was an entrepreneur and he could see the entrepreneurial look in my eyes. And entrepreneurial is really, you know, solving problems. Yeah, of course. That's really when it comes right down to it is solving problems. And here I was telling everybody about this wonderful exercise that I've been doing and come, let's come try it out. And my husband's like, do you realize that you are selling classes for this other studio? (laughs) (laughs) You're not getting commission on it or anything. Absolutely. And, and there was a town that I had grew up in, in Oakville, Ontario, Canada, that didn't have a pole studio at all. And which I, and I loved this town and the opportunity came for me to create my own studio. And it really came from my husband. He's like, you have the look of an entrepreneur. Um, let's go and give this give this a, sh- a shot. That's a great thing. That, that's good to have someone can to push you. Well, not push you, but support yeah. you when you, you really need it. Because being obviously previous business owner myself, it's 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 probably a paramount to have people behind you to kind of support you in that sort of transition and that kind of moving into it. Because I tell you one thing, you probably understand it as well. It's fucking scary doing that sort of side oh, yeah. of things. Um, especially when you've you've got no you've got no backup anymore, you've got no safety net. You Absolutely. Know, if you don't if you if you don't feel well and you take a sick day, you ain't getting paid, you ain't getting no money. That's and right. That's right. There's no sick and days. We're geared, we're geared to be employees. Yes. We're not geared to be self-employed. That's it. And yeah. it, and everyone keeps frowning your nose when you say to people what you're doing, oh, I'm self-employed. Oh, oh, and you've got kids and you've got a house. How, how, 
wow, how's things? And you, you start to kind of get a little bit of like a uh, a judgment sort of thing at you because you're like, oh, sure. you're not you're, you're not sensible, not in this day and age. What about COVID? What about this? Ah, I can shove your opinions up your ass. Do you know what I mean? If we fuck, if the, I tell you what, if this world was basically surrounded and filled with people who are just doing nine to five boring jobs, would be nowhere. We'd be back in the Stone Age right now. You know, we've had right. this is what growth and building yourself and pushing yourself forward is all about. And it's people like yourself that make that happen. So these people, and it's have... proof that you can make money, like doing what you love. And sharing it with other people and helping other people reinvent themselves and change their lives, definitely you can be a part of that. And there's also nothing wrong with asking to be paid for it. That was my (laughs) biggest lesson. I was like, and I get paid for this? Oh, okay. So when you said you get paid for it, what, were you just doing it for free for a certain amount of time or something? No, no, or? because I was like telling people, oh, go to this place and you can, ah, okay. you can sign up. And because and you would just want to share, you want to share. And then when I opened my own studio, setting my rates was the hardest thing because it's like, you love it so much and it comes so easy for you Yeah, that you don't, there's that one thing that sometimes you don't um, respect it as much. So you end up pricing it less yeah, I know what it should be. Like the, I think that's my biggest lesson is pricing and getting yeah. paid for what you are worth. Exactly. I mean, it's the, you come into that sort of danger of, oh, I've just started. I'm going to have to undercut everyone else, all my competition. But oh, yeah, just yeah. because you, you undercut yourself, that doesn't mean that you're better. People look at that and say, you're cheap, so you must be worse. Exactly. You know? And it's like they look at their price, and it's a subconscious thing that I've learned. You put your prices high, people think of uh, more expensive, better quality. And that's Absolutely. ingrained in us for fucking generations. So if you undercut yourself, you undercut your value, it's, it's not benefiting you at all. And, and all you, you just need to deliver, deliver value. That's the main thing. That's the and, main thing. And, the, and, bring that, and bring that reinvention in. And someone will be like, here, take my money. <laughs> <laughs> take, take my, my money. money. Take it. I want, to, I want to do an axe. I want to jump yeah. off a pole. I want to slide down it and not smash my head against the floor exactly. <laughs> okay if you want to do that here's a waiver just sign the bottom of it right now <laughs> yes absolutely before you even touch the pole here's a waiver <laughs> you're a wrong and you're a dangerous one you are just sign this we've got we'll get get 911 on get the ambulance on standby just in case but um so obviously you, you built your you you jumped into your business kind of head first with the support and all that sort of stuff which is mm-hmm. fucking great what was the what was the hardest part of that whole situation when you kind of you're building that, that sort of kind of business thing um so i have i have rode the the entrepreneurial roller coaster absolutely <laughs> i have been on that roller coaster um i ended up selling my studio in 2019 um so and I'm actually in the, in the process of opening up a new one right, right. after Christmas. Okay. So I'm kind of in an in-between phase, but I sold my studio in 2019. And I would have to say the hardest decision was coming to terms with, have, with selling. Right. So with my, because the studio was doing great. The business was doing great. Right. Okay. There was nothing wrong with the business. It was doing fantastic. I wasn't doing well. Ah, uh, okay. So yes. I yeah. So my parents passed away um, very close to each other. Mm. And I just went and when your foot is down hard on the gas for so long, mm. and you are, you're hustling and hustling and hustling and working so hard, to get people through the door. Um, burnout is inevitable. And then add losing your losing two family members very quickly, even on top of that. And um, you just go downhill. 
So the business was doing great, but I was not doing well. And coming, and I had to make the decision. And it wasn't like just one day not feeling well. It was months and months and months and months. So it was like an ongoing thing. It's like you were circling the drain and every day was getting closer and closer and closer. Yes. And there's only so long you can fake it until the business gets really affected. And I was not being able, was not able to pull myself out of it. So I ended up making the decision to sell to save the business. I think it's it's probably the best thing to do. You know, your mental health is obviously a paramount of everything. You know, it's your business can, you've, you've proven you can do it so you can still do it again. And the good thing about it, probably the best time to really sell a business to be quite honest with you because the year after the whole fucking world went to shit so i bet you were sitting there got your fella going oh mate look at this nailed it (laughs) it was like the crystal ball said no exactly he's probably looking at you going are you some sort of witch do you know something that we don't (laughs) nope so yes it was a great time to do so yeah but and then and unfortunately for the business itself um it did not survive the pandemic right yeah. So even though it was doing great and was, and, but it was a fitness business. Oh, did you sell and to did someone like kind of buy it and take one it of on? my instructors? Yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. I said, I'm taking the piss there. I feel bad now because when no, 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 don't, 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 because that's normal. That, that's human, right? So it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> I'm like, just an awesome. Like, I'm out of here. But, yeah. but meanwhile, like, peace. I'm going on holiday. Fuck you guys. I'm out. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, with any fitness business during that, during like the beginning okay. of the pandemic, like, oh my gosh, there's, it was toast. Yeah. yeah. It. It's probably something very hard to do online as well, isn't it? I can imagine. Oh, yes. So um, I do completely understand why the new owner, um, you know, nine months in went, okay, you know what? Peace out. I'm done. Yeah. I swear. Cut your losses. Yeah. I totally you know. understand. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. Did you um? Did you were you about? Did they did they come to you to try and get advice in that to see if they can salvage it or anything, or was it just like we did what we could? We did what yeah. we could. Yeah, we did what we could. I mean, it's, um, it'd be like getting uphill trying to keep something like that afloat during the, like that that thing that happened last year, sort of thing. I hate talking yeah. about it because I think we talk about it too much. I caught the global bastard because that's what it was, and yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a shame with businesses, especially like kind of. Um, Places like the fitness industry does get a lot of bad rap because you're there to make people better themselves. And yes. and they're always the first ones to go, which is a fucking shame sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and, and it's just, I don't totally do not fault her at all for saying, hey, you know what? This is not what I want to do. This is not going to work. And, and, and that business <coughs> does not, we, definitely, like we had four lockdowns. Like, yeah, we had about three, I think, had three or four, something like that. Yeah, yeah. We, had, we had four, and it, this just was impossible. But with any, again, we come right back to entrepreneurialism. It's solving problems. Yeah. People still want to get fit. People still want to try something different. And what ended up happening in the poll community through the pandemic is more and, pe- more, and more people got polls in their right. homes. That's a good point, yeah. Yes. So uh, now I teach online. So right okay. after this podcast, after we finish recording, I then um, get on my booty shorts and my fitness <laughs> clothes and I flip to another Zoom screen and I start teaching online. So it's, can you actually do, because I was under the impression that that would be something that'd be really hard to really kind of do on, like kind of do online sort of thing. It is but, possible. Oh. Yeah, it That's is possible. You just have to really be able to understand the person who's learning and how the person um, trains and everything. So it's right. just, yeah, I would definitely say like someone who's been experienced, like, so I've had, you know, 13 plus years 
of everyday teaching. So I'm able to um, explain and direct and um, be able to look at the person and go, okay, now you're going to do this, try this, tweak that. Nice. And in fact, the person I'm teaching right after we finish, um, she's in her seventies. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. I bet she, uh, she's, she's in her seventies doing that sort of stuff. I bet she could kick my ass as well. <laughs> she probably, very strong. She probably lift me over strong. her head and throw me like a rag doll, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, and that's what I mean. So just like that, like it's, it's solving problems, right? So it. love it. You're so, just going to pivot and find a different way to, to offer service. So you're obviously doing this stuff online as well, but you've also got a book out, haven't you? I do. That's right. So um, I released a book called The Up to No Good Club, Defining Your Life with Strength and Swagger. And it's all what I ended up doing was I interviewed many of my students to find out how they reinvented themselves to feel strong, sexy and confident. I gathered their stories so that somebody who may not want to do pole dancing, but may want to feel strong, sexy and confident, they can read these stories and add some spice to their life. That's a good idea, really, to be honest, because it does, it would take a lot of confidence to kind of, as you mentioned before, similar to what you did when you first started, to kind of go into a class and do all that sort of thing. Absolutely. Uh, and that could be the kind of, the, the, reading the book could be the first step to do so. Absolutely. And also realizing that everybody goes through moments of overwhelm, of unhappiness, depression, and here's how they got out of it. Yeah. They did something different. They, they stepped out of their comfort zone and dared themselves to try something more bold. And that's it. And that's how you better yourself. You know, a lot of people nowadays are stuck, especially yeah. recently. I mean, I've had a few people on here. I had uh, uh, one of the girls who does something similar to yourself, but it's a bit more like kind of dancey. She likes to kind of motivate people through dances, that sort of stuff. And um, it's that sort of like kind of stepping outside your comfort zone, get out of that kind of rut that we've been put into the past year. Get yourself out of that kind of rat race that you've been doing nine to five because the world's changing now, uh, hopefully to the better after we've kind of woke up and we can't keep doing the things that we're doing. Live your life. Stop. Absolutely. Stuck in there hating what you're doing and just vegetating and just watching things go by. You know, the life for pass sure, you by. Sure. Get involved with stuff. And this is a great way to do it. I love this. If I, yes. could, uh, if I could do it, I would. But I think I would probably suck at it, to be honest. But everybody go. sucks at it in the beginning. Remember, embrace the suckage. Oh, God, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> embrace the suckage. <laughs> embrace the suckage. <laughs> embrace the suckage, right. Get involved. I'm just setting myself up now. Everybody's going <laughs> to listen to this. I'm going to get messages going, when you pole dancing? I want to come watch you. Please don't. I'll, 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 I'll probably get you on Instagram. I'll tag you in a post where my face is all bruised. Yeah, I tried to do that. <laughs> I tried to do it. Thanks I, so much. I tried to do the death drop. The death drop one. Like it, <laughs> and you know what? And you can put a pole anywhere in your home. In fact, some people even put poles in their kitchen. You can, I can, as I'm looking over your shoulder, I'm like, oh, you can put a pole right there. I've got a kitchen. I don't know. The message might be a bit. I tell you what, yeah. no, the message. I, that's a great idea. Why she's come home? She's away. She's in London tonight. She's actually watching Moulin Rouge right now. So I could literally go and get a pole from Amazon next day delivery. So when she comes home tomorrow, I've like, got your present, You'd darling. Like, <laughs> I'll just be sitting here going. Entertain me. <laughs> she will like, get this fucking thing out my fucking kitchen. <laughs> so it's been good. So, so Jane, it seems as if you've been incredibly busy and uh, you've got a lot of stuff going on. But what's the future hold for you now? What's 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 the next step? 
Oh, the next step I am opening. Um, so I'm continuing online. I'm teaching. So I'm going to continue teaching my online pole lessons. Um, but I am opening up a small in-person studio, Ooh. 10 minutes away from my home. And it's just a place with has three poles so I can do one-on-one -on -one training. Brilliant. Yeah, so, is it, so, so it's not like a big class. It's just that the one-to-one -one sort of style, like a tutorial sort of thing, isn't it? Exactly. So I, so I call it personal training meets pole dancing. Are you going to expand that out later on in the future? Possibly. Let's see what happens. An you empire? Are we going to have we're have Jane's pole dancing sessions literally all over the US and all over Canada? Well, it's it, let's see what happens. So I, I definitely. <laughs> so I just get excited at this sort of stuff. This is the <laughs> this is the reason why I'm not in business anymore because I get too excited. Well, you know, and I love I love um, supporting people who are doing pole students. Um, I have an Instagram account account called Beginner Pole Dancing where I yep. share all of you know how to get started, the foundations, and also the mindset so that you don't quit, so you keep at it. Basically. And I'm literally going thinking to myself, let's see what happens. Let's just enjoy it and stay open to the possibilities. Of course, yeah. Why not? Let's see what happens. You never know what's going to happen. Exactly, exactly. And um, with the book, The Up to No Good Club, Defining Your Life with Strength and Swagger, I'm starting to write again. Ooh. So I'm enjoying happy about that. And let's just stay wide open to see what the world brings. Fantastic. So guys, if you listen, all the, the, the links of what James just mentioned there will be in the description. So you can click on the link and head straight over there. Um, follow on Instagram, Facebook, all that sort of stuff. Give us some love. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having Jane on. Uh, I had a great time. And uh, Jane, thank you so much for joining us. It's uh, It's been great. Uh, we need to catch up when in the future to see if we can, uh, when you're a, a multi-millionaire pole dancing entrepreneur boss, you're taking on the giants of the world, we can get back in touch. And just remember, I was one of the first ones that interviewed you. Yeah. <laughs> and I look forward to seeing the pole in your home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. It's going to happen. <laughs> Jane, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much Thank for you. coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you.